Shalom and aloha, everybody, and welcome to the Man Dog Pod. I'm your host, Dan Lippert, and sitting under me on my Zoom screen is my co-host, Ryan Rosenberg. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Dan. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Uh, people are hearing this, I think, on New Year's Day. But, happy uh, New Year. I'll be happy... first to say it. Yes. Oh, you've beat me to it. Ha! So Ryan is the first person to have said Happy New Year to any of our listeners. Congratulations, Ryan. Thank you so much. I know you were gunning, gunning for it, but... I had to jump in. I'll get you next year. Uh, <laughs> you think I'm doing this the next year? <laughs> yeah, happy new year and happy last episode to us. Uh, we're going out with a bang with our guests from the I Will Write Your Book podcast, Pam Murphy. Hi, Pam. Hi. How are you on this uh, pre-New Year's Day for our recording? Oh, I'm amazing. You guys you are. Are, have such a great relationship I guess that's what you call it. Thank you. How, in in what way do you mean that? You're a poor. Oh, really? You just <laughs> feel the love, huh? Just I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. It's Good. a bop, 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 bop. <laughs> and I would say on your podcast, you have the opposite rapport with our other guest, <laughs> Will Hines. Hi, Will. Hi. Hey, Dan. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, you guys are so warm and friendly. And Ryan gives a, yeah, you do it, buddy. I was like, buddy? That's more warmth than Pam and I have shown each other on our podcast or off in the entire time we've known each other. Right. Exactly. Well, you know um, what? You know what it is? Is we're, We came up in the New York scene. You guys are L.A. guys. So we're like street smart, hardcore New Yorkers who like to tough it out, get into fist fights, yeah. run the numbers with the mob guys. And you're L.A. You're meditating. You're mantraing. Totally. You're yes. You guys are Don Draper in the beginning and we're yes. Don Draper in the end. Yes. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that that show is kind of a New York to LA arc, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I guess it is. Even yeah. though it's season Big Sur or whatever. At the That's end, why in the last same. episode he sells a pilot. He's going on commercial auditions. <laughs> that would be really turn. funny to see him start over in that way. Just, yeah. hey, Don Draper. Yeah. <laughs> Don Draper, I will shave. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to ask? Oh, this this was an observation. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, my mom sent me this video of Jerry Seinfeld on CBS this morning because he talks about like comedy and connection to the audience, which Ryan and I talked about recently on an episode. But another part of it is he wrote an op-ed for, I think, the New York Times. It was like, hey, COVID, people are saying New York is dead. New York's not going anywhere, baby. We're still doing just fine. Yeah. And they had like put a billboard of the op ed up and so part of the story was about that. But then they're filming him in his like Manhattan yeah. huge loft. It's like, yeah, yeah you're fine. Yeah. He's a doing lot great. of the yeah, every, a lot of other people are in like the most awful place. Uh right. they don't get to leave now. I don't know. Maybe you as New York improvisers have a different perspective than me on that. Uh, New Yorkers love to be defensive about New York, so there's nothing that a New Yorker likes to do than more than to respond to attacks, uh, verbal attacks, nine <laughs> eleven attacks, whatever it is, uh, real or imagined. <laughs> You know what? When 9-11 happened, I thought, New York sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But like just the defensiveness of New York's not going anywhere, says richest yeah. man on the planet. You know, <laughs> he get New York could be gone. He wouldn't notice for weeks. You know, right? Only, only when delivery stopped to his doorman. <laughs> right. Stop getting his Superman comics. But it's like were yeah. were people going that hard after New York? I mean, like I feel like COVID has hit the whole country. Certainly, every big city where you know right. any crowded place has had the biggest change because of COVID. So New York right. doesn't have the market cornered on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think, In fact, I, like, LA's doing worse than New York right now, baby. That's right. Which <laughs> I will face. defend staunchly. <laughs> yeah. LA is dead. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I hope not. <laughs> you can do everything they do here for cheaper in four different beautiful cities across the country. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that probably the intent, which I, I, I'm the one shit talking him, so I should also defend it, was like uh, this feeling of like, is is the hustle bustle ever going to come back? So many people left. Like, is New York ever going to have that feeling again? And kind of this like rallying cry article. So I guess that was the intent. It's just it right, is right. funny to hear it from. It was met well. Yes. Well, New York's gone through so many changes all the time always you know it was like gross like because i grew up in new jersey and we'd go into new york and it was disgusting (laughs) it was like scary and terrifying and it was just scary like people seldom rode the subway and like if you did it was like it was crazy it was kind of crazy it was like dirt it was really dirty and the, the city was bankrupt it was like terrible right so I don't know. I Pam, guess you're 120 out. years old. Is that right? I mean, you- <laughs> yes, that was 1918. So that was the first pandemic. So we came back strong. We came back strong from that one, baby. Let me tell you. Oh, and the speakeasies I went to. Ooh, boy. <laughs> you were you illegally been- drunk for years. You been forever. Great in a forever. speakeasy. I think, yeah, Pam, you would have been a great speakeasy patron or um, barman. Thank you. Thank you. Someone was the other day remarking about like how the roaring 20s, everybody was dressed up in suits and doing the speakeasy thing. And then it followed such a uh, depressing time. And they were saying like, I wonder if that will happen again now that we've all been quarantined and whatever. Like you can feel people itching to like get out again and like, I don't know, date or do whatever. And I I wonder if there is going to be a little bit of that like, ooh, I'm out, you know, like (laughs) energy. There's got to be. There's got to be. I would think so. I would think so too. Yeah, I, I gotta buy my, I gotta buy my vaccine suit. It sounds like <laughs> that's right. That's right. A nice little three piece suit to dapper myself up once I get you vaccined. Get yourself out there. You gotta get yourself right. out there. Yeah, that's what stores should start doing to pick up their business again. Just sell the vaccine along with their clothes. Yes. Would yep. you take a vaccine from the Gap like, vaccine? Crew? <laughs> Gap, H and M. Not from J Crew. J Crews wouldn't fit me. <laughs> H&M's would fall apart after a couple of weeks. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. I was immune for a while, but then it just kind of fell apart and, <laughs> and it came in a really great bottle. <laughs> um, well, uh, let's see here. I, Do you guys I, normally let's... take apart retail stores like that? Do you burn them as hard as we just burned them? Is that a normal part of this podcast? Right? This is new. Nice. Uh, I don't know. Would you say, Ryan, that nobody is safe? That's the attitude I try to come in with. But again, I'm kind of L.A. soft. You know, I think we need some New York grit here. So anything you guys have, please. Did you, um, Pam, you said you're from New Jersey? Yes, I said that. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Whoa, that New York dude. 
Wow, Coming, so at you. Coming at you. <laughs> I apologize so much for not hearing not just your words, but the intent of that. <laughs> <laughs> your oh my heart. God. Pam. Pam's pouring an old fashioned. Dan is slipping into like a ghee. um did you feel like when you moved into new york either of you like it did change you living there for a few years like actually in the city did you become like harder or impatient or or like things rolled off your whatever you would call it back back? easier Back? Yeah. <laughs> hey, people in New York have backs, okay? We don't know. Your... New York still has backs, says Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> we got them. Our legs do not go right to our necks. <laughs> um, I didn't actually move into Manhattan. I lived in Jersey City. The whole time? Yeah, the whole time, baby. The whole time. Jersey girl, best in the world. I just, speaking of uh, Jersey girl, I just watched the, the Sopranos had a reunion uh, oh. on over Zoom. Um, and it was hosted to keep the New Jersey vibe going. I'm wondering if this will surprise anybody mm-hmm. by Kevin Smith. Wow. Uh Which was a very shocking, like, first person to see. It was Kevin Smith and Steve Buscemi (laughs) side by side. Uh, But I guess he is a Jersey man. I mean, he directed Jersey Jersey Man. But I feel like he is, I feel like Kevin Smith is a South Jersey kind of a guy. He's not North Jersey. It means, like, South Jersey people are more like Philadelphia. Like they they talk like people from Philly. They love water ice. They love mm. Philly cheesesteaks. They like root for different teams. A little more like, aggressive, maybe. Yeah, like like North Jersey would be more like the Devils. They would root for the Devils, and then like South Jersey would root for the Flyers. Like it's just North different. Jersey is New York, and South Jersey is Philly. Is that what? I'm yeah, hearing? yeah, yeah. North Jersey is more like is more like New York. How and close is Philly to New Jersey? Or even to close. New York? I don't know. Yeah. Close. Close, close, close. Like oh, New yeah. York and Philly are like an hour and a half away. It's weird but, when you realize that because they're both huge metropolises that like have their own identity and stuff. Totally. And at some point you're in Manhattan, you're like, oh, I could drive to Philadelphia and be there before dinner or like right, soon. Right. I could be there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think of Philly as like the Midwest because I'm dumb, but I think of really? it more like. like Pittsburgh. Chicago or, yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Michigan. Pittsburgh I put all those be, together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Philly is not in Pittsburgh. Right. They're not the same place. But I, I know what you mean. I, I've, I've done things like that where I just, you associate one city with something else. And so before you know it, like, I don't know, Las Vegas, I think of as kind of in this weird netherworld that's in the dead center of the country. But it's mm-hmm. like, no, you can drive there from L.A. It's a long drive, but it's not insane or whatever. Have right. you ever driven there from L.A. well? I have. Yeah. You have? Wow. Yeah. Middle of the night. I could I not like, imagine. I feel it, baby. I feel <laughs> Can you it. imagine I'm him? lucky. I don't want to waste this. I got to go. <laughs> Two in the I morning, love- I shot up. I was like, I'm hot. Got in the car, <laughs> drove for a nice five hours, hit the blackjack tables at seven oh in the God. morning. That sounds perfect. <laughs> it would and be really fun. Do? Oh, yeah. How'd you do? Uh, in this hypothetical situation I'm yeah. making up, great. Uh-huh. The real thing was like great? somebody really? was getting married and just like me and one of the people going to the – it was oh, it was a bachelor party. It was a bachelor party. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. But wow. I don't drink, so boy, was I fun. <laughs> don't drink, <laughs> don't usual. really like gambling, just sort of like walked around and said, ah, what a well-curated uh, buffet. And uh, 
Sounds like yeah, you time. got the crap beaten out of you at every single buffet, right? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you were like, I'm from New York, baby. You should we're see back. the crab legs in New York. You call this roulette? <laughs> yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes. What's, your, what's going on? What's your problem? Would you like to place it back? Um, wow. I think New York changes you for sure. But being being in Southern California, and I don't, I've only been mm-hmm. here – uh, it'll be seven years in January, but that's that's changed me too, I think, somewhat. I would say in New York, I mean, back to what Will said too about in New York that we're like, arr, arr, and LA is like, hey, it's cool, was also the vibe of improv. Like, we're yes. like, this is the most, in New York, you're like, this is the most important thing in the world. Yeah. And you're so into it, and you're like, a little mean about it and very yes. competitive about it yes. in New York. It's very different. And in then LA. you come here. Yeah. yeah. And then you come to LA and you're like, everybody's like, Oh, nice. Okay, good. That it was fun. shocked me so much <laughs> when I first moved to LA and I was lucky enough to do improv with some friends of mine on a team that I joined the smokes and I went backstage and the Herald night was coming in. So all these like Herald teams were in the, green room waiting to go and they were and they and most of them did not know who i was and they were just like hey good show oh good to see you guys but yeah good luck and then the smokes were saying to the herald team yeah good luck guys good luck good luck i'm like what the fuck is all this good luck (laughs) what is all this like good job what where's the don't make eye contact look around for somebody more famous brush by me and tell me to fuck (laughs) off like right and the shame and the shame yeah the shame of like i don't know like it was just so kind of routinely warm that it definitely threw me right i mean which do you feel more like is more authentic or do you feel like most at home in or none of the above i i mean i hate to cop out but i i like pieces of both of it really um, LA is more emotionally healthy. I think I I prefer that. I I'll say LA is where I feel more at home. That vibe, but I definitely learned a lot that I value from New York. I don't know toughness, defensiveness. You know, feel sort of confident and like kind of able to withstand toxic personalities and situations and like <laughs> keep my bearings. I mean, I've there's something about that that I feel pride in, mm-hmm. you know, I don't get thrown. I don't think by like difficult people. And I do think, I guess the downside of LA is the, I don't feel safe. You need to respect my boundaries. You know, that aspect can sometimes be a bit of a drag <laughs> and there is none of that in New York. <laughs> <laughs> like it feels like a, people are there. There's not as much of a LA doesn't hit like a middle ground. Sometimes it feels like people, yeah, there's like there's like, oh, like a, a little... I'm fragile, and so that's your problem. Yes, is a th- and if and if you and that is, and if you do not respect that, you are not compassionate, and not not all the time, but that there that that's a that's an ingredient out here mm-hmm. that sometimes can be a bummer. Mm-hmm. I and just I, got incensed uh, a couple of weeks ago when the idea of. Uh, animal uh support animals on planes came up they finally like banned all of them they just said like we can't do it anymore except except dogs dogs. and something like thinking about that i got so mad that these fucking people started taking advantage of the rules yes yeah and hid behind that thing of like i'm fragile you can't tell me i can't bring a duck on a plane 
Yeah. And it's like, you motherfucker, a duck I'm is sitting not here with my you. knees behind my head because the seats are too small. Uh, like, we took our shoes off. We inconvenienced mm-hmm. you know, ourselves a million ways. I am facing my fear of death every second until I land. Yeah. And now I also, everyone here has to deal with your cat, duck, huge yeah. dog. Right, right. Because of that. And it made me so, like, gut mad in a way I can't even get the words out. Like, why? Well, when did it even happen? I don't remember being a kid and people bringing their fucking animals on the plane. I remember being like, yeah, you put it underneath. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know yeah. if I support that either, but but I definitely don't support a farm in the, in the fucking plane. A corral. Yeah. See, I wonder if like, I mean, there was this, it was like, um, I don't know if it's like a practice or whatever, that it's like became a thing, like an emotional support animal. So I think people literally did have emotional support animals, you know, like they became people have anxiety and they were like, you know, I don't know if their therapist or whoever was like, you should get an emotional support animal. So I think like it was a legitimate thing. And then people were just like, oh, I don't have to pay for a seat for my dog. I just have to get a letter. Oh, you know, so I think people just, yeah. Kind of took advantage of it and screwed it up for everybody, but there it's, it said like no miniature horses, but there was a late. Sometimes people <laughs> use miniature horses as like guides. They they use right, it. Right. There's like a woman in New York who would always go to like was always near UCB who was blind and her like she had a seeing eye horse, like a miniature horse. That is a wow. weirdly more common than you think. A like, miniature because they're really easy to train and they're just really good at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you have a trained miniature horse, (laughs) fine, bring it on the plane. Uh, But I just don't see that many of those. And maybe my worst point of view that I don't know that I want on record is like, maybe you just don't get to fly if you you need a horse with you. (laughs) You're such a monster. You're a monster. We'll travel by horse. Hop on the back. (laughs) Which one is it? Are you a cowboy or are you flying? Because you can't have both. But I had a, um, like, I guess that, you know, they differentiate on the airlines or they used to, it would be like, is this an emotional support animal or like a guide animal? Not a guide animal. It was called like something else, like some, uh, some, like something else. I don't remember. Seeing eye type of situation. But it was, yeah, but it was like something else, like an assistance, an animal, like assistance or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, this woman was like getting really irate at the uh, woman at the counter. And she's like, no, is it a, well, I, no, I understand that. But is it an emotional support animal? Because it's different. And she was just like, yes, now it's my, I have a paper. I have a paper. And she's like, no, I understand that. And everything's fine. But is it an emotional support animal? Or, and she was like, blah, blah, blah. and then the lady was finally like, oh, yeah. No, it's it's emotional support. <laughs> Dan, do we? And I was just like, I hate you, Dan and Ryan. Do we just do scenes anytime, or are we? Just yeah, shit? yeah. Well, if then I would like right to now. do a scene right now. Beautiful, uh, thank you. Uh, scene granted. Excuse me, are you the woman checking us into this airline flight? Yes, I. Yes, yes. hello, Good. welcome to Above Air. Good. How are you? I'm well. Yes. And yourself? Uh, well, I'm not in? so good. I have an issue. I need your assistance with. I need a perch for my falcon. He is my guide, and I wish to take him on this flight. Oh, okay. Um, great. Um, could I just have your ticket? Yes. And... Here is my ticket, and on my arm you will see perched my guide, my falcon, whose name is Reynolds, and is my guide. 
Okay. Um, great. And uh, I just need your ID. Good. Here's my ID. Good. Okay. Uh, okay, Mr. Buchanan. That's right. That is my name. Lord Buchanan. And Reynolds. Right. And I see you're going to Geneva today. Yes. You're going. Going to Geneva. Transferring at Heathrow and landing in Geneva. Right, right. I see that. Re- Unless yes. Reynolds tells me otherwise, he is my guide. I respect him. If he warns me of danger or begins to breach <laughs> or whatever, he in- screech, then I, then I avert my plans. Ah, I see. Well, I, I hope uh, he doesn't breach or screech. It's all, now, it's all good be- so far. Will you be checking any bags today? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can put them right up here oh, on the oh, belt. Oh, so sorry. Yes, right now? Okay, uh, two bags. Here you go. Oh. oh. These are my suits, and this one is empty right now, but it will be for knickknacks. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I can see you're a man of fine taste. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to check your bags all the way through to Geneva. You won't have to pick them up in Heathrow or anything Excellent. like that. Love it. Now, I just need the paperwork on Reynolds. Well, there is no paperwork. He is my guide. We are we are bound. Right, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't have a certificate or something. Absolutely not. I shall demonstrate his power. Oh, Reynolds okay. and I shall survey this crowd, and he shall indicate to me which of these people are trustworthy and which are dishonorable. Mm-hmm. Look at this gentleman behind me here. Oh, look at that! You got a little uh, bird there. He is honorable. Reynolds has vetted him. Thank you, Reynolds. Cool. Uh, out of the out of the way, person, and this oh, woman. I'm sorry, I'll be right with okay, you. I'll be right me? with you. Just a moment. I'll, uh-huh. I'll just and then behind I'm that sure. gentleman is yet another gentleman. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Reynolds, <laughs> what do you think of this second gentleman? <laughs> yep, he's all right too. So we're, okay, we're doing okay. well today. Well, yes. What's going on with the bird? Uh, he is my guide. He's warning me of danger. He is investigating my surroundings for evil. And ill portents. Okay, but you have him on a string, right? No. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry, sir. Sir, I'm sorry. All falcons have to be on strings. <sighs> You're going to have a falcon in here uh, not on a string? Okay, sir, Reynolds, I got this. Calm please, down, Reynolds. Sir, please. Well, I don't know if you do have it because my emotional support rat here is feeling a little bit in danger. Oh, sir. Uh, okay, I'll be with you in just one second. I am so sorry. <sighs> the only uh, reason your rat has anything to fear for my falcon is if he is a dishonorable rat, for then Reynolds will sense it and strike. But if he is a rat of honor, he has nothing to fear. Well, of course he's an honorable rat. He takes me around the airport. Okay, well then he's fine. Reynolds, what do you think of this rat? <coughs> Everything's good. Mr. good. Buchanan, and what do you think of this I, falcon? Like... What's that? Okay, he's okay with the falcon. He's always checking it out. <laughs> Okay. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I just want to, you know, I want to move this along. I don't want to delay you any longer. I don't want you to be late for your flight. I just need some kind of paperwork about your Falcon. Just something about it. I'm scanning through my email. Here's a PDF from the veterinarian. Okay. I can just show this to you. Mm, Okay. Well, it says that he's up to date on his shots. That's great. Great. It says nothing about him guiding you. Okay, fine. I'll put him on a string. I'll put him on a lengthy (laughs) string. But I I have no string. Do you have a string, sir? Do you have a string? Of course I have a string. I own a falcon. I have several strings. Mm. I put on his finest string. We cut to the plane. Drinks? Drinks? Peanuts? Yes. yes. I would like, um, I'll have a Diet Coke with ice if that's all right. 
Okay. And for the bird? Uh, just some ice cold water. Okay. No problem. Miss? And um, if you have. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I want a Chardonnay, and I want the whole bottle. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I don't do. want to get charged for it. <laughs> uh oh. Ma'am, you are behaving. Dishonorably, you are. I, wanna, I don't want to get charged sir, for it. Give me two Chardonnays. I want to get Chardonnay. Give me two Chardonnays. Miss, miss, absolutely. We can get you two Chardonnays. And I don't like the way I'm being treated. Oh, I don't like the way I'm being treated. My I'm falcon gonna... is sensing unworthiness in you right now. You are trying to game the system in an unworthy way. Reynolds will not stand for that. What's going on with this dumb bird? Get out of here. Get out of here. One of the most refined creatures I've had the pleasure to know. Reynolds, attack. Folks, folks, please, please. I'll I'll come back with a wine for each of you if you can contain your bird and contain yourself, ma'am. Okay? down, Okay, fine. Thank you. Thank you so much, okay? Now anyone else? Drink? Oh, gosh. Sir, I hate to inform you, but it looks like your falcon has... Defecated on the lady's shoulder. Yes, that is what? not my fault. What? You asshole. She's been marked. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, don't, don't, punch my, don't punch my falcon. <laughs> Stupid bird, I, dumb bird. Reynolds, defend yourself, Reynolds. <laughs> defend yourself? You don't have your birds back? <laughs> no, I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't want to get into a fight. I'm nervous. <laughs> you stupid bird. Oh, my God. Miss, miss. Miss, you don't need to bite the bird. You're a human. You're supposed to be an adult. Winning. Don't defeat my falcon. Don't kill please, my falcon. Please, please, please. Oh, please. my gosh. You killed my oh, falcon. This you is killed horrific. Reynolds. I have no guide. Well, oh. I mean... Give me the Chardonnay, god damn it. Okay, let's deal with you eating a bird for a second, please. Again, this is his emotional support animal. We did have papers. You can't just hurt anybody's animal on the plane. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm my own emotional support animal. Uh, Inside me lives a monster that loves to drink and party. Yeah. I'm a party animal, and that's my spirit animal. That's me, my guide. Let me guess. South Jersey? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Rita's water ice. Water And ice. that's a scene, folks. That's a scene on Mandog Pod. That's a scene. That's the way it is, now, that's baby. That's a spicy scene. Now, what's spicy? Have you guys, are you guys animal people? Do you have, like, would you, uh, maybe not a bird. That's a little bit wild. But if you were to have an emotional support animal, what kind might it be? I mean, Pam's a big dog person. I don't mean I'm to, a big to dog lady. Oh, always nice. have been, always will be. Uh-huh. Uh, to clarify, and I'm not being funny, you like big dogs or just like <laughs> no, you I'm are a, big into dogs. You're big into dogs. Okay. I'm big into dogs. Nice. And I like big dogs and I cannot lie. Oh, my you God. You other dogs can't deny. Oh, my God. Pam so Murph's Mixel. a lot. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Pick your favorite of the two. <laughs> Yes, I would have a dog. I mean, I think all pets would be an emotional support animal. Mm-hmm. But, have I mean, you aren't they closer to getting one? Like during the pandemic, have you like considered? Well, me. Yeah, I have one. Have I one. had to kill my other one. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
What a way to put it. Yeah. I mean, well, that's what you got to do. I mean, that's you gotta that's, be prepared to kill them. A lot of times they don't just walk off and die on their own. You always got to kill them. You got to kill them. You got to kill them. The day you get it, look an into day. its eyes and say, someday I will kill you. And I'm going to be okay with that. Right. So, um, you sound like a great I mean, dog owner. The dog got sick and had cancer for a while. It wasn't like you just the dog arbitrarily got sick and had cancer for a while. <laughs> and I was getting it like chemo and it kept getting infections. And it was just like, it was too much for me to deal with. And then a pandemic, no, it was just, mm-hmm. she was just too sick. So I had to put, put her down and kill her. I had to lay her down on a bed and slit her throat. Um, sorry, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry to I hear loved that, her. Yeah. I loved her. It was, so it was two days before. Um, our lockdown here in Los Angeles, better than L- New York. <laughs> um, and uh, I was like, what am I going to do? Oh, my God, what am I going to do? Uh, it's going to be so sad. I'm going to have to be alone for two weeks without a dog. <laughs> right. um, so then I like was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And uh, my friend sent me someone had put a dog up on um, next door. And I was like, I don't know. Is it too soon to get a dog? And he was like, just go meet the dog. Just go meet it. So I went and I was like, oh, I'm taking this dog. I'm going to take go. this dog. So then I got I got that dumb dog. Great. What's the story with this new dog? Age, he's- sex, location? <laughs> <laughs> um, he's single. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's not into me yet. Um He's very scared. He has severe emotional problems. He's like, um, he has high anxiety, scared. So he was in like two different shelters and then somebody adopted him and the guy had him for a month and the dog was still scared of the guy. He like Mm. could not get over it. And the guy was like, every day I come home from work, it's like starting over again. He like just, he's so scared of me. He doesn't warm up to me. And he was like terrified. He was terrified. He was like a scared dog. But then I just like sat down and he like walked over to me and I pet him. And they were like, we've never seen that happen before. He's never like let anybody pet him. And I was like, I felt so bad for him that I was like, I'm going to take this dog. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take this dog. Then like after I had him for a week, I accidentally dropped his leash and he took off. He Whoa. took off. And it was like a big plastic leash, you know, retractable leash. Mm-hmm. And so the leash was like chasing him and it was driving. He was so terrified. He ran so fast. And I was like chasing after him and I like couldn't catch him. And I would be like, sit, sit, stop. And he would sit for a second and then the leash would move and then he would like take off again. It was like really horrific. And I was like, this dog's going to get hit by a car. Mm. And uh, so I was running around. Will almost came to help me. Then some these other people like trapped him in a yard. He ran like miles away. And these other people like trapped him in a yard and I went and got him and he had like shredded his paws from running. The lady was like, he was running. I was driving 35 miles an hour and he was going faster than the car. Oh my God. So he was so damaged and so fearful of everything. Like he was scared of trees and wind and garbage cans and everything. And then that like, that was so traumatic for him that it took like forever for him to get over that thing. But now he's like, now he's a lot better. Now he's a lot better. He's just scared of people mm-hmm. and that's it. He's not scared of trees or wind or garbage cans or anything like that or furniture. He was like terrified of furniture. Oh now he's like over almost everything except people. That's a huge win. 
<laughs> I know it's yeah. a real win. Sweet. It's a real win. Yeah. He's really, he's really, really sweet, and I'm like glad, and I'm glad that I got him. And like now would was the best time to get him because I have so much free time that I can like, you know work on him you know like if someone were to date will and they needed to spend a lot of time working on will which they uh-huh. would yes that would they would need like a pandemic amount of time to work on him still, that wouldn't, still wouldn't be enough oh, oh i'm just pointing it out i'm just like trying to use like just Metaphor. in ways that yeah the yeah. ways that people would understand right right yeah, I agree. Well, with Will, it. I if I get great. scared, I run away top speed, <laughs> miles and miles, faster than cars. Um, Who holds your leash normally, Will? <laughs> uh, I'm working in therapy to hold my own leash. That oh, is good for oh, you! A metaphor oh, and literal that I am oh, trying to do that. Look at you! Uh, I'm going to give a scene a shot here. Beautiful. Oh boy! Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, we get a lot of parents coming in with their kids to, uh, mm-hmm. to adopt some dogs and we've right. got a lot of new, very cute ones, um, right. in here. Right. So, son, um, you want to come take a look over here and see these dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look at that one. Oh, it's so cute. Can so we take them home right dogs. now? Well, no, not too fast. We have to kind of see what's available and maybe see who we connect with. We, we want this to be a good match. I want that one. He's so fat and he's got so many rolls on his face. I just want Roy, to hug him. Roy, you're getting, you're jumping too fast. You're too easy. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. And what were, uh, what were thing, you saying? Um, oh, well, no, I, almost nothing. Sorry. My uh, stupid son was just so needy in front of you. Oh, it's okay. A, a thing that happens a lot when we're uh, kind of introducing families to dogs mm-hmm. is we want to make sure that the the home environment for the dog uh, is safe and comfortable. Yes. And so I do observe the families a little bit just to make Smart. sure it is. I uh, that. Yeah. And so uh, I think this dog specifically needs a little more tenderness than maybe your home yeah. has. What's uh, you think so? Just well, the, I, have uh, a, I run a tight ship at home. You guys have a bathroom? I need to use the bathroom. It's not time. But I need to go out. It's not. You have to go out already? We just went out. All right. Hold on a second. Let me get your leash. Out. Wait a second. I got to walk my son. I'll be right back. We have a restroom in here. We have a restroom in here. I take him outside. I take him outside. Please don't go to the bathroom outside of our business. I I think that. We're going to find some grass or some trees. We don't just go anywhere. We take a sniff to make sure other people have peed there. Thank you, Dad. All right. We'll be right back. All right. Okay. Jerry, are you moving these dogs? You gotta move these dogs. <laughs> Dad. Come on, these dogs are piling up all over the place. What, they're not piling up all over the place. You <laughs> How many dogs did you get more... rid of today? How many dogs did you get rid of? I'm on my first. I have some customers come in. I can maybe get them to take one to two dogs, but the home just doesn't seem very safe. It doesn't. You gotta get rid of these dogs, okay? You gotta right, stop. Dog, right, we're coming back dogs. in. Roy, okay. that was very these good. Dogs. <laughs> Roy, that was Thank- very good. Here's a piece of bologna for you. Thank- All right. Wow. I, I, I don't want to jump in on your parenting, but I think you could even feed it to him just normally, not on the ground, uh, <laughs> uh, is my observation. Well, you want, you want me just to put my grubby hands in his mouth? You know, uh, that's not very sanitary. For well, me. I don't want you to put your hands in your son's mouth. You could right. hand him the bullet. Look, uh, well, look, we've got. If you're looking I'm for sorry a dog, that I'm. I want to apologize again for my son. He's um, he's very needy this week. He's going through a hard time. He's taking the PSATs next week, so he's very stressed out. <laughs> PSATs. You're older than I thought. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's 16 years old. 16, I'm 16. Wow. <laughs> yeah, come on, Roy. Okay. Let's find you a fucking dog. 
Okay, I, think, um, I really think I want that one. The this big one bulldog here, guy. You were saying this this bulldog might require a little more love or tenderness. Yeah. I don't uh, know. What, what's the situation with this dog? Weak? He's a weak dog. Um, no, he's not a weak dog, but um, he is a, a very shy and um, was kind of the runt of the litter, and so I think would be very hesitant if, if yelled at or punished mm, in any sort okay. of aggressive That's good way. To know. Um, but does really well with other dogs. So maybe if you wanted to get another more alpha dog to keep around the house to show it around, I could sell you two, even three or four dogs to go what with. Are you trying the... to upsell me on the dog? Is that what's happening here? No, no. We're, I'm we're sorry. in the market for one dog. Okay? One dog. All right, I won't. I won't do that. We're not gonna. Uh, Roy, Roy, what's up? May I ask? I like you... this dog. Yeah. Okay. Get a... All right. Uh... But he's pretty beta, Roy. He's beta like you. You might be two betas. You might like cuck each other. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't know. I, I want to cuddle with him. I want to hug him. I want right. to smell right. his butt. I want to do got it a, all. You got a good vibe from the smell? I'm not sure. Sir, yeah. I don't think the dog or your son are going <laughs> to cuck each other here. I think that. Yes, the, the, I do. A dog, oh and God, just to I... spell that out, what that means is they're going <laughs> to get into a relationship and then have each other have sex with the partner while they watch. Right. Simultaneously, <laughs> they're going to they're going to cuck each other. I understand that the, there's some sort of perceived emasculation there uh, yeah. that they would want from oh. that relationship. You get two I, betas I, in a room too long. That's what happens. But uh, yeah, then again, yeah, I, 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 re- I respect nature. And if my son's getting a good feeling off the smell of this dog, maybe that maybe that means we should try to make it happen. Oh, hello, oh. sir. Uh, would you excuse us for a second? Of course. <laughs> Jerry, could I talk to you over here, please? Oh, yes. Roy, over grab here. Grab me by the ear. Yes. Jerry, if that guy wants his son to get in a cuck relationship with that dog, you say, yes, sir, sounds good to me. The customer is always right, Jerry. You hear me? Dad, you hear me? And move this St. Bernard. <laughs> it's on death's door, Dad. Yeah, this thing, I mean, I, I, I can't move a, Saint, a dying St. Bernard. I'm sorry. You can't? You can't move a dying St. Bernard. Okay, look, I'll try. I just, it's not a like... A dying St. Bernard is the best kind of St. Bernard. Oh, what do you want, your St. Bernard to go around in the mountain saving people? No. You want one dying. It's... Laying around, Jerry. Laying around. <laughs> Lazy and dying. Are... Okay, look. Uh, by the way, the amount of money you spend to listen to my conversations <laughs> instead of to just deal with the customers, I think we could actually sell a lot more if you just sold dogs with me. I can teach my son to fish. Can I not? I'm teaching you to fish, Jerry. <laughs> now get out there and fish for me. Okay. Hey. All right. All right. All right. All right. Excuse hey. Me. Hi. Yes. I have a question. Is that uh, your father, that the man who keeps calling you over and talking to you? Yes, that's my dad. Did uh, he that's... grow up in a very different area than you are from? Is that what's happening? Because he has sort of a, I would call a generic outer borough sort of cadence and nope. and, he, and he treats his son really nice <laughs> really huh? you think so as compared to what i'm used to uh, yeah well, yeah you really cool you really well, um, i bet you this guy's not very disciplined roy i bet you this man here just pees whenever he wants wherever he wants and i bet you he doesn't he's not good at remembering simple arithmetic or finding stuff so uh, you know the, the yes maybe he's having a softer time of it, but he's probably not good at tricks I'm, you're right what do you mean tricks well, watch this. Roy, fetch. Put- <laughs> so far. Here you go, here you go, here you go. I brought it back, I brought it back. 
<laughs> Look how panicked he was. <laughs> that was just across the room. That was just across the room. <laughs> now watch this. Watch this. Now, Roy, close your eyes. I'm going to hide it. You're going to have to find it. Ready? Okay. Close your okay. eyes. Okay. Okay. Put it under here. Right under here. All right. Roy, find it. Find Where it, Roy. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Here, 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 here. Found it. Look at that. Found the ball. Good boy, Roy. Here you go. Here's another piece of baloney. Thank you, Dad. Slop. Um, See? I bet you couldn't do that. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you couldn't do that, sir. You can't sell us a dog or do a trick. I bet you couldn't fetch something or find something. I could could do either. Uh, Really? Yeah. Excuse me, me, sir. Pardon me. (laughs) Would you pardon us for one second? Oh, yes, of course. Quite all right. Roy? Come over here, Jerry, come here, boy. Come here, boy. Can I talk to you for a second? Yes, Dad. Dad, what is it? If I'm this sorry. guy wants you to fetch a ball, you fetch a ball, okay? You fetch a ball, you sell that St. Bernard, and get rid of the Dalmatian while you're at it. Dad? What? Uh, everyone can tell that that is a pit bull painted with blue spots. You didn't even get your, your color blind, Dad. It's it's going to be a hard push. It's a very rare Dalmatian. Okay, okay, all right, all right, Very rare Dalmatian. Dad, we've never talked about this, by the way. They they were curious, and now I am. Where did you grow up? Why do you want to know that? Uh, Just accent, uh, attitude. You listen to me. You listen to me. Huh? You listen to me, pal. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) Now I'm used to seeing this. You don't ask me no questions about my past. You hear? Yes, sir. You sorry, sir. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Uh, no. Go fetch that ball. I would love to fetch the ball for you. Great. I, I have a new if, demand. Okay. Sir, I would like – so my son will throw a ball and and then, sir, you, the salesperson, will also throw a ball. And then you'll both fetch simultaneously. In the dog world, that's known as dog cucking. To watch another dog fetch your ball. So, so we, th- this will achieve we, my desire of having my son uh, be in a cuck this relationship. This is about to be really embarrassing. <laughs> but you'll each like fetch that. each other's ball. And I like that. Yeah. Okay. I, look, I will so son, agree. I'm giving you a ball. And sir, I'm giving you a ball. So we oh, both throw you. it and then we chase each other's ball? You chase, yeah. yes. Okay. Well, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, if I do this, will you consider buying this dog and maybe also this lively lazy St. Absolutely. Saint I absolutely will buy the first dog and I will even consider buying this very lively St. Bernard. All yes. right. Okay. Fine. Yes. Fine. Yes. All right. Fine. All right. Three. Mine's two. blue. Yours is red. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll get the blue one. You get the red one. My son's colorblind, so he can't tell the difference. <laughs> I have to say it every time just to. Get confirmation. But you're not going to know when you see it, even if you said it. (laughs) He'll find it. Trust me. He's going to do it. He's good at this. All right. All right. Do you want to? Do you want to? Three, two, one. Throw. (laughs) 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 He's dominating me. He's dominating me. Get him, son. Get him, son. Oh, they both feel good. It feels good to lose it and to get it. Oh. Dad, please, Dad! Dad! What the hell's going on in here? Wait a minute. I know that voice. You're from North Jersey. What are you, a fed? 
<laughs> yeah, I am a Fed. I'm here to bust every resident of North Jersey That's who right. were declared we're pervert father-son couple. That's we're right both up, officer. Feds. We're both flush feds. the we're... dogs, Jerry. Flush them. You're gonna flush them all, Jerry. This is an illegal dog ring run by some North Jersey cop. We're gonna bust you. Everybody from North Jersey is illegal, and they're not allowed to sell dogs. And see. <laughs> Flash the dogs. Oh, Too much. Man. Not enough heightening. Too Truly normal. something I've never heard before. Flush the dogs. <laughs> Ryan, that was such intense fetching. That horrified me. It was a great manifestation of the desperation of uh, a, fa- a son, yeah. father-son relationship. Right. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Um, you know? Well, we I, also... By the way, I do love to fetch. If anybody ever wants to fetch. <laughs> that was real. It's a, it's it's a good social time. distancing. Incredibly New good. York can still fetch! <laughs> <laughs> well, Will and Pam, two just classically wonderful improvisers. Thank you so much for doing the show. You guys are hilarious. Is there Thank anywhere you. you would like to be found online or anything you'd like to plug for our audience? Oh, Murphy, please, on Twitter and Instagram, and there's a website, and you might want to listen to I Will Write Your Book, which is Will, and I will will explain it more. (laughs) Yeah, Pam and I do a pot. I don't know what it goes. I don't know what it goes. I don't know what it goes like. Uh, Yeah, Pam and I do a podcast called I Will Write Your Book, where I pretend to be a ghostwriter who writes books for people and Pam is the copy editor and our friends come on and they are characters who need books written. Dan has done it and Ryan's going to do it someday. I teach classes uh, um, yeah and you can find them at WG Improv School stands for World's Greatest Improv School And you also wrote a book Yeah, How to Be the Greatest Improviser on Earth I'm a big fan of really selling it (laughs) Absolutely, I love it So much fun, thank you Yeah, we have fun too, bye Thanks guys, Bye. bye 